Thank you. Mic check one, two, one, two, three, four. Mic check one, two. Mic check one, two, one, two, three, four. 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 Today is Monday, March the 28th, 2022. And it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet and on today's show i'll break down this weekend as south carolina baseball finds a way to take two of three from the fourth ranked vanderbilt commodores at founders park in a huge series victory guys i'll break down everything that happened over the weekend i'll give you my key takeaways we'll also talk the ooh ooh series mvp award i'll also talk slap dick of the weekend who's hot who's not and look forward to what's next for mark kingston's ball club also guys we're talking basketball as transfers have officially hit South Carolina basketball. The men's basketball team, Eric Stevenson, Wildens Levecht, Taquan Woodley, and Jermaine Kusnard all hitting the transfer portal. I'll just talk my thoughts on what that means for Lamont Paris's team moving forward, the impact it's going to have as he continues to build his roster. And I'll also give some brief thoughts on his introductory press conference. As again, we sort of try to figure out what this Gamecocks men's basketball program is going to look like under his leadership guys we got a ton to get into here in this money and of course as always it's brought to you by the spurs up show store guys tsus.store the best gamecocks merchandise on the internet be sure to check us out at tsus.store and stay tuned to all of our latest drops including t-shirts long sleeve hoodies pullovers tank tops koozie stickers flags you name it we got it everything you need to satisfy your gamecocks merchandise needs so again that's tsus.store tsus dot store we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet. Let's get it. To be 
good. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, happy Monday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, your host of the Spurs Up Show. As always, I hope this show does find you well. And I hope you all had a fantastic weekend. I know I sure did. What a weekend it was. We're going to dive into all that much more, guys. Everything that happened from over the weekend. But again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. Your continued love and support. You know, guys, seeing you all out uh, at the various venues across Columbia, whether it be Founders Park, Williams Bryce, Colonial Life Arena, Beckham Field, where I was yesterday, or even out and about in the city. Guys, guys, I've said it many times and I'll say it again. I just cannot tell you how grateful and how thankful I am you know, for the love and support, you know, we've reached the point in business where people are starting to really recognize TSUS and recognize me even out and about, believe it or not. And and uh, it's just really great. It's a blessing, man, to interact with Gamecock fans and supporters of the Spurs Up show. And and uh, I just can't say thank you enough again for you guys, your love and support and rock with everything we do. It's incredible and uh, excited for another great week, man. Again, a lot to get into here in this Monday. Very, very, very excited to be chatting with you all because after a rough week last week in which it felt like really nothing went right, it feels good to come to you all again here on a Monday where it's a victory Monday. and We've got a lot of positive things to talk about here on this Monday. So again, a great way to start the week. And again, like I said, really appreciate you all tuning in. Before we get going, guys, a couple of quick reminders. Of course, we are live at 10 Roof this Wednesday in the Vista, 6 to 8. We'd love to have you guys come on out to that. Always a ton of fun. $3 drafts, $3 rumple, and $3 fireball as well. Also great food, great people. Also, by the way, last week was the first week. I don't even know if this is on the regular menu, if it's just the online menu, if it's a secret menu, but they now have mozzarella sticks at 10 Roof. And I'll tell you this, folks. I had them last week. I forgot to mention it. I had them last week, though. They are incredible so again come on at 10 roof get you the mozzarella sticks get you the loaded tot hey yours truly will give you a full rundown of what you need at 10 roof what you got to eat drink all that good stuff but again six to eight we will be out there on wednesday uh also guys you might notice by the way let's go ahead and get out in front of it you might notice i am not talking the gamecocks women's basketball game that happened last night here is the reason it is the middle of the day on sunday we are throwing a watch party at carolina alehouse for this game. The game is at seven. Did not want to wait until after the game tonight to come home, record the show at like 10 o'clock or so. So I will talk what happened in last night's women's basketball game on the podcast tomorrow. Trust me, guys, I'm not avoiding women's basketball, any of that stuff. But again, just because of the tip off time and how late it was, we're going to stick to the baseball series here on today's show. But um, I do want to say this as I'm recording South going to take it on Creighton. The Gamecocks, in my opinion, guys, are going to win. So if I'm wrong, I'll be wrong. But I think we all feel confident. South going to took care of North Carolina, obviously, on Friday. think they're going to take care of business against Creighton. Stay tuned for details to follow because, of course, what that will mean is that this weekend will be Final Four and National Championship for the women. And we are planning some big things with Carolina Alehouse. We're planning some big things with Carolina Alehouse for – some parties, if you will, for the Final Four and definitely the national championship. I'm not just talking a watch party. I'm talking like an all-day, you know, alegate, tailgate, if you will. We'll we'll be out at Carolina Alehouse in Harbison. Have you guys come out. We'll have food, drink, all that good stuff. Then, of course, watch the ball game as well. So, again, a lot of exciting things happening, a lot of moving pieces. Of course, guys, we're creeping closer and closer and closer to the month of April, and there's a lot of exciting stuff happening in April as well. So, again, stay tuned for all that. Again, a lot of exciting stuff coming up. 
With that being said, let's talk what happened over the weekend. Guys, isn't baseball a funny game? I tell you what, baseball is a wacky game. And that was so evident over the past weekend as the Gamecocks take two of three from the fourth-ranked Vanderbilt Commodores. Final scores, Thursday, you lose 10 to nothing, then win the next two, eight to two on Friday, eight to six on Saturday. And let's start there, guys. My feelings, sitting in Founders Park Thursday night, and I stayed the entire game, and there were many folks that were reaching out like, Chris, why don't you just leave early? Chris, why don't you just go watch March Madness? Number one, guys, I'm a Gamecock, right? And I do what I do, and I love it. And you know what? I'm there, rain or shine, win or lose, it doesn't matter. I'm going to be at the venue. I'm going to be in the stadium. So I sat there and watched all 27 outs of that 10 to nothing loss. A game in which, by the way, uh, credit Noah Hall. I thought he battled his ass off for you. And I thought Mark Kingston, which at this time, right, we're all just saying, hey, Mark Kingston doesn't have it. He's gone. Get him out of there. But I thought Mark Kingston made a great point. And when he said, hey, let's cut Noah Hall some slack in the sense of this guy wasn't brought here to be a starter. He wasn't brought here to throw six innings. He was here to be a one or two inning kind of guy, you know, be one of your top bullpen arms and go from there. So the fact that you're asking him right now to throw game ones is, and the way he's throwing is downright impressive in my opinion, and three earned runs in that game. But you lose that game 10 nothing, right? And you muster just six hits, you get shut out, you get blown out, and after losing to the Citadel, after getting swept by Tennessee, and after all the things that yours truly had heard behind the scenes from some of the greatest Gamecocks to ever wear the garnet in black, things were not looking up, falling to 10 and 11, 0 and 4 in SEC play. Okay. And Vanderbilt's a really good team, guys. I mean, obviously, top five team, you know, they've got arms, they've got talent over the field. They're a legitimate Omaha caliber club this year they are but I want to make one thing clear as well last week you know I had some chirping happening over the weekend which is nothing out of the ordinary but folks coming at me saying oh well you called for Kingston's job you called for Kingston to be gone no 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 no. let me go back on that no no no. let let me tell you I, I didn't call for hey fire Mark Kingston today I simply challenged those in that clubhouse those on that coaching staff, to play with pride for what's on the front of that jersey, that Carolina, those Friday night pins, those Yankee grays, everything that Carolina baseball stands for. And the beautiful thing about baseball, guys, is this. Sometimes, and I've mentioned this before, sometimes there are moments where you want to and you have to rise to the occasion. You just simply don't have a choice, right? You just simply don't have a choice. Because as I told you all, coming in the weekend, right, I picked Vandy to win two of three, but I told you all, South Carolina has got to, at minimum, salvage a game. That's just the position you have put yourself in. But at home, you cannot fall to 0-6 in SEC play and have any hope for this season. And I'll tell you this, guys, I'm a critical cuss. I, I will be critical. I will dish out criticism when it's due. Here's all I ask from people, though. Here's all I ask from Gamecock fans when it comes to critiquing their favorite team or just analyzing their favorite team. I keep my energy consistent. 
So the same energy I put in giving criticism, I'm going to do the same thing when it comes to tipping the cap. And I tell you what, folks, what we saw Friday and Saturday is damn near beyond comprehension, and it's what makes baseball such a beautiful game. In the sense of this, even through the slumps, even through what happened in Knoxville, heck, even through what happened at the Citadel, you know, again, I, I began to have my doubts in regards to this lineup will you ever figure it out. Because, again, I, I did not feel like pitching was the issue. Has pitching been perfect? Was pitching perfect Thursday night? No, certainly it wasn't, right? Certainly it wasn't. But pitching's been good enough to give you opportunities to win ballgames. It all came down to the offense. And, and most likely the rest of this season, it will come down to the offense. And can they produce enough? Because even with the injuries, even with Bosnick being out, I feel like at this point, you know what? You may not have enough arms to, you know, go beat a Tennessee or go beat an Arkansas or, or what have you, but you've got enough arms to win a, a, a fair amount of SEC games and find yourself in position to be going to, or God forbid, maybe even hosting this postseason. You've got enough to do that if you can swing it, right? But we just hadn't seen it. And so what happened Friday and Saturday, you know, I thought maybe still South kind of would have won a game. But I tell you what, folks, take a moment. Tip your freaking cap and give kudos where kudos is deserved. Because what we saw starting on Friday, that first inning, you put up a three spot, second inning, you put up a four spot, you're up seven to nothing after two innings. You scored more runs, heck, in the first inning than I, thought, than I thought you might score the next two days combined. I mean, I think most of us, for the most part, after Thursday, we're ready to say, you know what, this ain't it. Not necessarily mail it in, but this is probably not going to get any better. It's going to be a long season. We may not win 10 SEC games. We may not win 25 overall games. That was the attitude of most fans and the emotions and the feelings, and I can't even blame them. Credit to these veterans, though. Credit to your veterans in the lineup. Brant Belt, Kevin Madden, Braylon Wimmer, Andrew Eister. Again, guys, you got a lot of new faces, right? You've got a lot of new faces in freshman year, depending on like Michael Braswell and Carson Hornung and Evan Stone and, and Elijah Lambros and Thad Ector and guys that are playing a lot. But when you're in the type of rut that you've been in, right? When you're struggling, the way that we've been struggling. You need your veterans to take it upon themselves to step up, right? I talked about that last week. Who are the leaders? Who are the veterans? Who are the guys in that clubhouse that are going to say enough is enough? We got to go out and do a job. And it's obvious, again, those guys, Belk and Madden, the transfers, dude, they have elevated their game to a level that I was hopeful we'd see it at in the preseason. Braylon Wimmer, obviously, guys, I'll get to him more in a sec, stepped up immensely. Andrew Eister, a home run in that game on Friday. And, guys, I don't even think he's 100% healthy, right? He stepped up tremendously. Even Colin Burgess in the Saturday game stepping up for you at the dish. It's your veteran guys. You're, those are the guys. Those are your glue guys I talked about all preseason that you need to lean on. And they stepped up. Again, the pitching I knew it would give you enough. Guys, if you're not paying attention to what Will Sanders is doing, 
You need to. You need to. Because I tell you what, at four and one right now, and Mark Kingston, it's so funny that, you know, I had my post-game reaction. I feel like Mark Kingston just echoed my thoughts or echoed exactly what I said. But there is, and it's meant as no knock on any other guy. But you ask anybody who played baseball, and they will echo these comments. There, there's a different type of energy and emotion when you've got your stud on the mound. There's a different type of energy. There's a different type of pep in your step. There's a, just a different feeling when you've got your ace out there, when you got your horse out there. You're saying, we're going to win tonight. And Will Sanders, I mean, guys, he was brilliant yet again. Against a top five team, seven innings pitched, six hits, two earned runs, two walks, 11 strikeouts in the ballgame. Guys, we are watching, in my opinion, a future first-rounder. There's no doubt in my mind he's a future first-rounder. Um, with the ease in which he does it, the changeup is plus, the breaking ball is good, the fastball obviously is elite. Will Sanders, I will go into every single game that he toes the rubber and feel confident we're going to win that ball game. If, if we swing it at all, right, he needs run support too. We swing it at all, though, that dude's going to give us a chance to win, bottom line. Um, you know, you look at... That game, of course, again, you combine the run support you had with Will Sanders, you're going to win every single time, right? And I'll tell you this, because I'll get into the bullpen just a second, by the way. I'll get into the bullpen just a second. But I was more, I don't even want to say nervous, I was more concerned going into Friday than I was Saturday. And here's why, because baseball is a momentum game, guys. We all know it, right? And Mark Kingston made the comment after the game on Thursday, the Atlanta Braves comment, right, that I, I, I still feel was kind of – he's reaching a little bit. I understand what he was trying to say, but we all felt in the moment was silly, was ridiculous, what have you, right? So this that maybe doesn't – or what I'm about to say maybe doesn't quite as much apply at the pro game because the season is so long, right? But baseball is a momentum game, dude. It, it is. And so the toughest part of it is just getting the ball rolling, right? Having that initial burst of success. Once you can get that, right? Because to be confident, you need to have success. But to have success, you need to be confident, right? So, so it's like, which one comes first? Well, South Carolina was able to find success in that Friday game. And so I really felt like going on a Saturday, you know what? We found something. We, we might have found something. And, you know, you weren't sure if it was going to carry over whatever. Uh, don't score the first three innings. You're down 2 nothing after three. You're down, you're down 3 nothing, going into the bottom of the fourth, right? And then all of a sudden, the Braylon Wimmer show begins. And, and I tell you, man, I, I know he's a dude, again, that's caught some heat. But, dude, to see him break open like that and, and break out and – you know, knew he was capable of the power. Obviously, had a ton of home runs last year. I think he was a double-digit homer guy for us. And I think he has the capabilities to be a double-digit homer guy again. Um, that dude is an extremely talented baseball player. He, he really is. The build, the defense also, guys. I mean, Sal kind of played phenomenal defense this weekend, really outside of uh, outside of that, that first inning on Saturday, in which Matthew Becker, and he'll learn from that mistake of, just making a bad throw, you got to set your feet, make an accurate throw, and get the double play or at least get one out. Um, you know, he'll learn from that. But, you know, defensively, Wimmer was incredible. 
Um, and then again, you swung the stick and you had some major hits. Again, you were able to scratch and claw and, and scratch more runs. You got two in the seventh, which turned out to be huge, 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 huge insurance runs for you. And, you know, simply put, guys, again, I know it doesn't make a lot of sense. I, I know it doesn't because it's like, how do you lose to the Citadel in the midweek and then do what you did against Vandy? And again, guys, what it shows you, it's all mental. The talent's there. The talent on this ball club is there. It is. Guys, keep this in perspective. The last three weekends, you've played a team ranked in the top 10, and two of those teams have been ranked in the top five, and you've won two of those three series. Guys, if I would have told you that in the preseason, not telling you, you know, do you get swept in this one? Do you sweep? If I had just said, Texas, Tennessee, Vandy, you're going to win two out of those three series. You'd, you'd have taken that in a heartbeat, right? You would have taken that in a heartbeat. So when you keep that in perspective, I mean, this team obviously must have some talent on it, right? It must have some talent on it. And again, you look on Saturday. You know, I thought Matthew Becker didn't have his best stuff. Uh, six walks definitely identifies that, but he battled. He battled. He fought four and two-thirds. You know, did give up seven hits, six walks, but only gave up four earned runs, which really shows the amount he was able to wiggle out of jams and, and find a way, right, when he, on a day when he didn't have his best stuff and a day that the ball was flying out of Founders Park on Saturday. Found a way to get it done. Now, guys, let's talk about the bullpen. Let's talk about the bullpen because there were, you know, it's crazy what's going down right now in regards to, you know, you don't have all your guys. You're dealing with injuries, and I know the bullpen was rough Thursday. Listen, John Gilrey's got to pitch better, man. You've you just been here too long to, to give up five earned runs and one inning's work. Uh, Parker Coyne, you know, gave up one earned, whatever, had four walks, though, in an inning. So he's got to correct that. I think he'll be better. But I tell you, man, Friday, Saturday, I mean, Cade Austin, dude, that dude had two innings, three hits, no earned, three Ks on – Friday and then had two innings, four hits, had the one solo shot he gave up, um, but was phenomenal on Saturday as well. Got the save in that game. And then Aiden Hunter, man, Aiden Hunter just continues to shove two and a third, two hits, no earned runs, three strikeouts on that game Saturday. He got the win in that game, which is crazy. He's four and two right now, which is wild. But uh, all three guys on Saturday, of course, being freshmen, being South Carolina guys. And so, again, guys, I will say this. If you're going to look at this early season schedule and the injuries, if you're going to try to put a positive spin on it, okay, here's the positive spin in which you can put on it. South Carolina has gone through a gauntlet, right? And, and listen, I'm not trying to come to you today and say 12 and 11 is something we should be jumping up and down about. Two and four in SEC play is not something we should be jumping up and down about. But when you factor in the schedule and you factor in the injuries, again, I'm not saying I'm happy with 12 and 11. You know, you still have the sting of getting swept by your rival. You have the sting of losing a Xavier and the Citadel. But again, this past weekend goes to show there's talent on this team. There's talent on this team. And if you look at the scoreboard guys across the SEC, this is a wacky year, man. It's, it's going to be a wacky year. I mean, heck, Kentucky took two of three from Georgia, right? There's other, other results, other scores that just don't make sense. The goal is to get to 15 and 15 or better in SEC play. Bottom line, get to 15 and 15 or better. That's it. 
that is it. Get to 15 and 15 or better, right? You do that, you're in the postseason. It might be ugly on the, along the way. And guys, you know what? I, I'm, I'm not sitting here today telling you that you're, you're in the wrong now all of a sudden. Like, oh, you can't doubt Mark Kingston. Kingston proved them all wrong. I, that's fine, guys. Expectations here are high. They should be high, right? They should be high. And do I think Mark Kingston right now, gun to head, is the coach to get this program back to Omaha? Gun to head? Probably not. I have my doubts. But I'm also a Gamecock fan, guys. And I don't want to be right for the sake of being right. I want to see this team get to the postseason. So what this past weekend tells you, again, guys, this team has grit. This team has resolve. This team has talent. Now it's all about building off of what you did. Are you able to establish just any sort of consistency? I mean, that's been your biggest problem, right? Just establishing any bit of consistency, right? Any bit of consistency. That's what you need to do, you know? So, you know, moving forward now, I think you feel solid in your rotation. You should go back to this weekend to a normal Friday, Saturday, Sunday with Will Sanders towing the rubber on Friday. But there's no excuse, man. Your, your hitters can hit. You've got hitters who are capable. Now it's about building off of it. Guys like Brant Belt, Kevin Madden, Braylon Wimmer, Andrew Eister, these guys can't go cold, man. you got to step up and be the dudes. you got to step up and continue to be the leaders. It's unfair to ask guys like Braswell and Hornung and Lambros and, and Stone and, and, and Ector to, to, to carry the load here. Your veterans have got to carry the load. Your veterans have got to carry the load. And they did a hell of a job doing that this past weekend. So, guys, you know, again, I, I'll tell you this. Are things perfect right now? Are they wacky? Are they topsy-turvy? Are they all over the place? Yeah, they sure are. They're not perfect. They're not perfect right now, but a hell of a job. A hell of a job to, again, not just take two out of three from Vandy, but respond the way you did after Thursday when everyone had mailed it in. I mean, including yours truly. I'm not trying to say I'm immune from it. I, I thought to myself, bro, you know, I, I said to myself, I'm not even confident we will score a run. I knew Friday Will Sanders was going to give us a chance. I knew Saturday Matthew Becker would give us a chance. I knew Noah Hall would give us a chance. Can we score? And thank goodness the answer to that question was yes. Navigating throughout Friday and Saturday. Again, now it's about building off of that, taking what you did, bottling that up, and playing with that confidence, that edge, that swagger. I saw a lot of emotion this weekend from a lot of different guys. I loved seeing that, man. I loved seeing that. It felt like, truly, on Friday and Saturday, I talked about this last week, but it felt like we were the intimidators. We were dictating the pace of the game. We were dictating the ball games themselves. That's the position that we should be in. Flat out, that's the position that we should be in. So a job well done across the board. I mean, listen, man, guys still got a long season to go. And <laughs> this past weekend, just, dude, baseball's crazy. College baseball's a different level of nuts. I mean, it really is, right? College baseball is truly a different level of insanity. So, folks, we are just six games in this thing. We got 24 SEC games to go. I highly suggest 
you just hang on for the ride because <laughs> we're just getting going in this thing. Uh, all right, let's move to the ooh, ooh award, which is handed out weekly to the series MVP. And guys, it's got to go to Braylon Wimmer. The, the job he did, The I mean, the game that Braylon Wimmer won, the Braylon Wimmer game on Saturday, six for 12 on the weekend, he hit 500. Two home runs, five RBI, all coming on Saturday. Also, guys, don't forget, he was fantastic in the field, making some incredibly athletic plays. Braylon Wimmer, a stud. Again, guys, I know many have said, why is Wimmer in the three-hole? He doesn't come up clutch here or do this. Guys, Braylon Wimmer is a huge piece of our lineup. He'll continue to be a huge piece of our lineup. And again, just a an incredible day on Saturday for that young man. Again, six for 12, hitting 500 on the weekend, two home runs, five ribby. And again, his performance really won you that game on Saturday. And that's what I'm talking about. Veteran guys stepping up, stepping up, leading this ball club, leading by example. And certainly Braylon Wimmer did that. So again, our winner of the ooh, ooh award goes to none other than Braylon Wimmer. Guys, let's move into slap dick of the weekend. And I hate to do this. I do. I do. I hate to do it. But it's tough because I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I thought for the most part, everyone was well-behaved this weekend. So, so give yourself a round of applause because there is no slap dick of the weekend. Congratulations, man. I thought the Vandy fans were cool. Didn't really come into interaction with many of them. I, I thought Gamecock fans were fine. Um, and, I, and I don't like... I, I don't really like saying like, oh, this guy on Twitter, this guy on Instagram, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, the social media commentary is always going to be there. But, yeah, I say slap big of the weekend. Nobody really stood out. I thought it was a clean weekend of baseball for the most part. And, uh, yeah, so, again, slap big of the weekend, nobody. How about that? What a, what a weekend when you don't have a slap big of the weekend. Let's move into who's hot and who's not, guys. Who's hot? You got to look to Brant Belk. And I had somebody text me before the show today saying, man, you got to make Brant Belk the – the, the, the series MVP, man, you got to make Belk the series MVP. I'm like, well, if Braylon Wimmer didn't exist, he'd probably win it. But Brant Belk, dude, is, is seeing – it's a beach ball right now for this guy. Six for 12 also for him. Hit 500. He had one RBI. And I tell you this, guys, he went six for 12. Could have easily went nine for 12. I and mean, this dude had some scorchers that were hitting right at people. So, again, you love to see it. Your veterans getting hot, getting hot at the right time, a.k.a. the beginning of SEC play. So, again, Brant Belk. Scorching hot, six for 12, hitting 500 with one RBI on the weekend. Who's not? Got to hand it to Carson Hornung, one for 10 on the weekend. But I will say this in Carson's defense, for a freshman, he's putting together really, really good at bats. I think he maybe needs to shorten up on the swing just a little bit. Again, I'm not his hitting coach. I was a pitcher in college, so but I feel like he's getting a little bit long, which is going to be hard to catch up to that 94, 95, 96 you see in the SEC. But Carson Hornung, one for 10 on the weekend. The who's not. Now, what's next? For South Carolina baseball, again, guys, with this team and this league, you can take nothing for granted. And we've seen that in the midweek as well. South Carolina will return to action tomorrow night as they take on Presbyterian College in the midweek at Founders Park, a 7 o'clock first pitch. Yours truly will be at that game. And then this weekend, the Gamecocks go on the road to take on the Missouri Tigers in South Carolina. That'll be really intriguing, of course. We'll talk about it more later in the week. South Carolina will be looking for their first road win of the season. The Gamecocks are 0-5 on the road. And Missouri, again, we'll talk them more later in the week, but they, I believe, just lost two of three to the Arkansas Razorbacks. 
Um, so Mizzou obviously will be very desperate, a very desperate bunch. Yeah, they just yeah, they just lost two or three to Arkansas. Uh, so at sitting at one and five in conference on their home field, they'll be a very desperate bunch. So again, it should be another great weekend of baseball. But again, guys, Tuesday against PC weekend series at Mizzou. And we'll see if the Gamecocks can build off this momentum. Again, they were unable to do so when they played Texas. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. But uh, like I said, guys, it's just it's going to be a wild ride. I mean, baseball this year, you look across college baseball. I mean, baseball itself already is a crazy game. But college baseball, just truly, and it's one of the reasons I love it. It's so unpredictable. There's so much parity. I mean, I'd say outside of Tennessee and Virginia, it's just everybody's just sort of beating up on each other right now. So it's it makes for a lot of fun. It also makes for some very stressful days for Gamecock fans. By the way, guys, going to be a lot of fun this week if we see if Carolina can build off of that series victory over Vandy. Guys, before we get out of here, though, I do want to highlight talking men's basketball in the hardwood. As of the last couple of days, some developments in the transfer portal, Eric Stevenson, Wildens Levesque, Taquan Woodley, and Jermaine Kusnard. Some big names all hitting the transfer portal. And I'll tell you guys this, it's, it's not something that I think anybody should be surprised about. Um, and I don't think many are surprised. You know, you make a coaching change, it's going to happen. I, I will say this too, in defense, guys left and hit the portal when Frank Martin was the head coach. So, I mean, it's, it's not like this is some new thing. Like we've just never had guys hit the transfer portal. Like it happens. It, it unfortunately it happens for South Carolina, but either way, those guys in the portal, um, you know, it's going to be up to Lamont Paris to build this roster probably heavily through the transfer portal. And guys, I will say this. I didn't really talk about it on the Friday show because we had Billy Derrick of the door report, um, the introductory press conference, Lamont Paris, just really quickly, you know, I was impressed. You know, I'm, I'm not somebody who's going to watch the introductory presser and say, oh, he's, you know, this guy's the answer to all our problems. He's going to win an SEC championship, going to win a national championship, whatever. You know, it all comes down to what happens on, on the court, on the field, on the diamond, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I did love everything he had to say, um, you know, when he talked about being a player's coach and the fact he's going to recruit the heck out of the state of South Carolina. I think he's actually visiting Gigi Jackson tonight. Um, so again, I, I do expect Lamont Paris to hit the ground running again, guys, as I said before, we'll see, we'll see, you know, it's a roll of the dice, but you got to get behind Lamont Paris. You, you got to get behind this guy. You got to pack out CLA. You got to be positive. You got to be support. Listen, you can have your doubts you can have. And this is somebody that, you know, guys, I, I, I make a living off of being critical and, and calling it for what it is. And, and I'll call it for what it is, that it is a roll of the dice, but also from the fan side, you're a Gamecock fan. What can you do to help advance the basketball program and support the program and help make Carolina basketball better? Support, show up, be positive on social media, you know, pump up, uh, pump up this program, you know, in recruiting and stuff like that again. So uh, excited for what Lamont Paris is going to do. Again, he certainly got his work cut out for him. Um, I don't think the transfer portal is done for South Carolina. You know, I think the one that we're all sort of just, you know, uh, anxiously awaiting, the one that's probably going to hurt the most is most likely when Devin Carter announces that he is leaving, and that will be a really tough blow. But you know what? When you rip the Band-Aid off, it's going to hurt, and it's going to be tough, but it doesn't mean that a, a change was not necessary and that a change was not needed. So, again, those guys wish them best of luck in the transfer portal. And to the person that asked, does this mean this is the end of the shooter shoot merch? Uh, yes, yes. Obviously, guys, that does it does mean it is the end. So you know what, shooter shoot the merch had a nice run, but uh, all great things must come to an end at some point, I suppose. So either way, really excited to see what Lamont Paris can do. Really excited to follow him on the recruiting trail. But uh, yeah, going to be a very interesting next couple of months as we get closer to tip off for Gamecocks men's 
basketball. Guys, hey, that's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Also, guys, like I said, the women's team, we will have a full breakdown and everything else on how the women are doing on tomorrow's show. Like I said, wanted to record this before the game, before we head out to Carolina Ale House for the watch party. And again, guys, just stay tuned for all the exciting stuff we have coming up in regards to watch parties, events, swag giveaways, merch giveaways, tons of exciting stuff, especially as we get into April, guys, with baseball, uh, you know, the spring game, all kinds of cool stuff happening around Gamecock Nation. So, again, just stay tuned for all that. And, uh, yeah, going to be a lot of fun. So, guys, really do appreciate you all tuning in. Hope you have a great rest of your Monday, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.